All right, welcome back once again to another episode of How to Pakistan. I'm here with Musharraf Zaidi. Musharraf, thank you as usual for being on the podcast. Thank you, Fasizaka, for being on the podcast. Yes. I thought you were about to thank me for something else. <laughs> because we uh, both Fasi and I just enjoyed uh, a delightful <clears throat> Nihari comfort food for the ages and comfort is uh is in in high demand. Oh, I agree. I agree. And uh, so today we will be discussing something before this podcast. Me and Musharraf had to work out our issues ever since he discovered I had a taziyati dinner for Chris Cornell and he wasn't in it. And uh, then we worked out our issues, but we decided the best way to do that was to have a podcast. So usually I would I would have a problem now that you've mentioned it yeah. and it's like on the podcast. Yeah. We're going to go through the whole thing. Okay. All over again. <laughs> and you knew and you knew we were so, you know. Now I I don't have, you know, like usually it's just FOMO and, yeah. and I got I got FOMO like yeah. who, who doesn't? I'm yeah. like, you know. I got lots of FOMO. But I think in this in this instance I just uh it's very rare that I it's very rare that somebody admits the truth about Night Train. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is the best song greatest, ever. It's <laughs> the greatest song ever, right? <laughs> and, so, and so once you've had somebody sit in front of you and say, it's the greatest song ever. Yeah. Then the processing of shocks, like Chris Cornell's death. Yeah. I think they have to be engaged in collectively. I, I don't think... I don't think And I think what we need to do now is maybe we send out also a larger invite to everyone else who's, who's affected this way. It's interesting. Look, two things come to mind. One is that, you know, there's a slight element of shame also admitting these things. You're living in a third world country. There's so many problems. No, no, no. And then you have to overcome that. And I think that's an important thing because uh, these figures are figures for all of us in different ways, right? But um, they're important. I remember, uh, you know, the first time I was truly upset was when Kurt. actually before that Freddie Mercury yeah that's right because I, I was really into Queen and then I read that he had died with Kurt I was also upset but um, and another figure who I realized favorite Queen Queen song favorite Queen song this is really difficult because I have a lot of them but I love the show must go on Okay, so you're, you're like, yeah, you're always like, your intensity level is the same, like, throughout, in everything. Yeah. I like that consistency. Yeah. I'm the invisible man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, is, my, is my favorite. Uh, That's a great song. I, uh, there's um, a couple of others also. There's this one amazing song they wrote about their ex-band manager. Oh. Liar. Oh. Uh, I think it's Liar. Is it Liar? Yeah. How does it go? I forget right now, but the invective is just so strong. And like, <laughs> like, like you yeah. wrote that with hatred in his heart. It was art that came out from hatred. It was Brian like, May. I mean, yeah. what, 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 what a tone. Yeah. 
like there's just just the tone of that guitar is just absolutely there's nothing there's nothing I mean it's beautiful. and it's interesting because somebody recently wrote to me like what is it with you you're from bloody Charsada and you're sad on Chris Cornell's death somebody actually said that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like I didn't say anything but I was just like these things are important we need because also I think it is reflective of that sort of public push for a Spartan life worth you know living always like it was the same thing with the YouTube man yeah just say we want YouTube so we can watch really dumb videos we want to see people falling over the stairs we want to see cats uh, so do you yeah. watch dumb videos I love dumb videos so I, I I don't watch dumb videos like I watch like a lot of like all my SNL is, is now through YouTube um, yeah. all of the Fallon Kimmel Isabelle even Conan you know yeah uh, that was all that was all YouTube I was never into the into the dumb videos oh they are amazing you need to see a series of videos which is called scare pranks okay and you basically are scaring people but some of them are so hilarious like they'll have in under a street light there's a body lying down there's no person in it and you can't see the head probably but the head is a watermelon and then there'll be like three yo boys on their way really macho and then this guy will come I'm gonna kill you and he smashes is this kind of like the the jackass stuff it's a bit like that but uh, on unsuspecting folk yeah yeah and yeah. some of it borders on the cruel like right you see some of that you say no that shouldn't happen but some are actually really well done there's a, there's a bunch of boys in Australia called Jalals and they do are they are they deshi boys they're they're uh, not they I think they're Arabs and they're hilarious what they do is how how exclusionary yeah they, they, they wear I, I forget what the name of the male uh, thing for the Arabs is what the big white dress yeah yeah it's a big white dress. yeah so they wear that okay and they're just walking with a briefcase then they'll see five people at a restaurant and they'll throw the briefcase and run away and the whole restaurant will empty right <laughs> <laughs> And, and there's like there's like little kittens that come out of the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, this is some kind of morning. Yeah. No, but again, so so one is that, and I think two is also is that increasingly I'm realizing how much rock has died in the sense that the next generation music 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 is that my children the yeah. best thing is so, so I've been in this place like ever since Cornell died yeah. where initially I was just really sad but then I was like it just took me back yeah and you know I started thinking a lot about my old friends and then as it happened a college friend came to visit yeah spent the whole day spent the night and so this morning when I woke up, I got like my Pearl Jam was out, mm-hmm. my uh, night train, uh, you know, yeah. and and my kids were like listening and just watching with awe. Yeah. And they're like, Baba, is that is that rock? Yeah. And I was like, I was so embarrassed. I couldn't even, I couldn't even yeah. respond. They were like, Pele namaz parta hai raat ko, the devil's music sunta hai. No, 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 namaz no bhi parta hai. Like, you know, they listen to like, you know, Katy Perry, like, yeah. and, and Justin Bieber, and, yeah. you know, and then they make up like, uh, that sound, it's all jingle music, right? Like, that's what it's, you know, jingle and, I call it jingle jankar. Yeah. You know, jankar was when you added a metallic bass line yeah. to an old Hindi, like 80s or yeah. 90s Hindi, Hindi soundtrack. And you have all these like, Ra- ravioli and spaghetti-o sort of jingles 
with, with, with really interesting bass lines, and that's yeah. music today, right? Yeah. And I was listening to, I did this poll. It's funny, I do a poll about like politics, and there's like 2,000 responses, 4,000 yeah. responses. I did a poll on uh, what people, what era of, of Cornell people like best, yeah. and the options were Bad Motor Finger, yeah. Super Unknown, Audio Slave, and Temple of the Dog. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was really, well, I wasn't surprised, but for me, it's hands down Bad Motor Finger. That yeah. album is, uh, you've, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, like, I just, and, and I, it's hard for me to choose between Mind Riot and Holy Water and Outshined. Yeah. In terms of what he's doing with yeah. with that voice, it's 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 not one instrument. You know, yeah. they said about Vetter that his that his voice was one of the instruments. Yes, but yeah. to me, I've, are you a Vetter man or a Cornell man? If it's just between the two of them, you're a Vetter man. I think I'm a Vetter. Yeah, yeah. most of, so yeah. so I've always been a Cornell man. Like yeah. I, I love I love Pearl Jam, love yeah. Eddie Vetter, but also I'm not one of those. Like Essen Butt, who we've interviewed. Yeah, yeah. Essen is into Pearl Jam to the point that he knows every song after Vitalogy. Right. I never heard any, like I've heard like two songs. out. Yeah. They have like eight albums after Vitalogy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything, right? For me, it was Jam, uh, Versus, and, and Vitalogy. And to yeah. me, that's like, that in and of itself is encyclopedic. Yeah. Um, but those three albums to one Bad Motor Finger. Yeah. That's that's where I rank yeah. sort of Cornell's you performance. You know, it's interesting you say this because I actually liked Chris Cornell across the whole spectrum of what he's done. Oh, I, I love I love yeah. I love the other stuff too. So, but what what is your preference among those four? Like, if you if you could only choose one album that you could, so, so yeah, it would be sort of the early days. It would be. Um, uh, wait, I forget the name of the band right now. I can't believe Temple. It. No, not Temple. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It would be so. But but there's a series of stuff that he's done that I really like. So when he went acoustic, he was reinterpreting, doing covers. Yes. Did you and hear those, some of the covers? They are I heard phenomenal. them for the first time. There's yeah. a guy on Twitter. I should actually cite him because he's cool, and he asked me to go look at. Um, he asked me to go look at one of the covers. I, I forget which one. So there are two that are really great. Okay, Nothing to compares me. to you and Billie Jean. That's funny. Yeah. So he said Billie Jean. Yeah. So I saw Billie Jean. Blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's I so saw, good. But, but he does the Sinead version. So yeah. this is a debate I was having with my wife. Yeah. So we listened to it and I said, he's doing Sinead. He's, he's actually, he's not doing the song. Yeah. It's a tribute to Sinead. Yeah. I, I don't know if you picked that up. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's not Prince. It's yeah, not yeah. Prince and, 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 and to me, yeah. he's from that generation for whom Sinead was like a goddess, right? Yeah. Like, for, I mean, for a lot of us, like what she kind of, in a sense, with her background, what she, what she did was, she was like Kandil plus yeah. Michal plus like yeah. many people combined, right? Yeah. Irish, Catholic, straight up sort of offense right yeah it was uh it was it was a big deal and then she did that song yeah <laughs> with the shaved head and it was like it literally was like alamia like yeah. literally had sort of you know put a full stop on sound in she that song. she she has in that album a song which i loved which is an a cappella song called the emperor has no clothes i don't know if you've heard it but it's absolutely gorgeous is that Sinead yeah that's Sinead no I yeah. haven't heard it and again so Prince I also thought was height of cool I also didn't follow some of his recent stuff but great great music and again uh, as a guitar player he was amazing 
he, so there's another one that yeah. yeah he was he was really good yeah there's another one that I found that was really meaningful for me because I grew up on the nasheeds of uh, Yusuf Islam yeah for you Cat Stevens yes a secular type one. Huh. <laughs> so he uh, you know Yusuf Islam is back yeah. to kind of he's like performing and everything and you know he's sort of yeah. but Pakistani Islam adopted Kali. Yeah. He's moved away from the desert and yeah. into the oasis yeah. of Islam, which is yeah. where where we all should be. Yeah. Anyway, so he um, he does a Wild World with Cornell. Oh, I, I haven't heard that. I oh, know. it's I tweeted. So Wild tweet. World is one of my favorite songs. Yes, same. Here. So this guy's name is Raza Raza Ali. 1980, same generation as right. us, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's the one that yeah. told me about Billie Jean. So then yeah. I went through the whole. There was a bunch yeah. of YouTubes, and and that's where I saw Wild World. Just beautiful, just yeah. like beautiful. Well, I mean, if you like covers, one of the things that I follow, and this is usually by no-name bands. What they do is they take all these popular sort of folksy numbers and make them into heavy metal versions. Okay, and they're just gorgeous. They're like amazing. There's this band, Disturbed, which has done a phenomenal, which I now like better than the original, The Sounds of Silence by Sound, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Mm. It is just so beautiful. It builds up. It's, it's a song that you need to give it the full four minutes. By the end of it, you'll have realized that what a version. It's like, in some ways, I've now realized that if people take up on it, it's like Hallelujah. Everyone brings something to the table. What's your favorite version of Hallelujah. My favorite version of Hallelujah is by a female singer, and I forget her name. I, I don't. Her yeah. name is Aluja Aftab. Oh, that's a beautiful version. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. just, honestly, yeah. better than Buckley. And, and people yeah. are very emotional about the Buckley, yeah. because for them, that's yeah. kind of the... Yeah. Not few, William not William of Buckley. Not <laughs> William <laughs> Jeff, Buckley. Jeff, yeah. Buckley. Um, I, uh, there's another female version. You're talking about some... I wonder if it's Katie Lang. I don't think it's Katie Lang. It's somebody else. But it's a really, really... Suzanne Vega? Did Suzanne no, it's not Suzanne Vega. But um, Anytime anybody says Katie Lang, I try to think of a cool version of Katie Lang. I think yeah. Suzanne Vega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but this is a conversation. This is why I wanted to have this conversation. Yeah. You, there is a generational issue. Yeah. You, you can't have this conversation today. Yes. <laughs> even, even though there was only 62 votes on yeah. the thing, everybody yeah. voted Audio Slave. It was like yeah. 60%. Yeah. And Audio Slave is amazing, right? Yeah. It's, but Audio Slave is only, it's only a throwback. Yes. I mean, it is, it's barely, Audio Slave is put Chris Cornell in front of a mic and then yeah. just play a bunch of music around. Like yeah. there's no, but Bad Motor Finger yeah. is, the guitar playing into sort of Cornell's voice, yeah. Cornell's voice playing into the bass, yeah. the bass playing into the drums. Everything is so deeply sort of stitched together yeah. that it's just tight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. A, I don't think you can have this conversation with with, uh, frankly, with people born after 1990. Like I just I yeah, don't yeah. think that, I, because also their auditory, like literally, like de developmentally. Yeah, I don't think they, you know. Do, yeah, yeah, I no. mean, do these kids? I don't think these kids could listen to sort of Megadeth or Sepultura or sort of yeah. any of the. That was an amazing debut album, Sepultura. The Chaos AD. Chaos oh, AD. What God. an album! Classic, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Just, and and better than like for me, like anything Slayer ever did. Yeah, just yeah. give me Sepultura yeah. over those guys yeah. any day. 
No, the interesting thing is because I think this is like a very interesting. I think I've felt generational issues on two, three things. Three things where I've now realized I'm old. First is when I didn't understand Pokemon, right? I sat through it. Are we talking about Pokemon, the, the cartoon, or Pokemon Go? This whole this no, whole no, no, game. No, the cartoon. I never understood it. Okay, I'd so I didn't it. bother understanding it. <laughs> I was so I just moved to New York. This yeah. is like '99 or something. Yeah. And Pokemon was a big thing. And there was a... I, I heard somebody say Pikachu. Yeah. And I just thought that for a Pakistani boy yeah. uh, who, you know, maybe wanted to express himself in a certain yeah. way, Alamia had put the, the word Pikachu in the mind of a Japanese animator yeah. only for us. Yeah. Because you could go around saying Pikachu yeah. and it could mean many other things. Yeah. <laughs> they, they so it became, among me and some of my sort of close yeah. friends, Pikachu was, yeah. it was an expression of uh, both joy and sadness, yeah. anger and, uh, yeah. and despair. It was, a, it yeah. was the perfect word yeah. to capture many things. No, no, absolutely. To this day, <laughs> I, I mean, so Pokemon Go, I get as a game, but the series and, you know, the whole thing and the way kids are into it. I even tried a couple of the other ones like Beyblade and whatever. So I just don't get them. Um, so, okay. So Pikachu, you don't get That's one thing that made you feel old. Yeah. Two. The second was the absolute dismissiveness of rock and metal, which I see in young kids. Like they, my kids. That's yeah. It, yeah. Like they're like, you know, what? Uh, like, yeah. you know, they actually, I don't Have you seen this is spinal tap? One of my favorite movies. What a, what right? a classic movie. Right. So that guy was early for his age. He saw the ridiculousness of some of the things that we, you know, we chose to love. Some parts of rock and hair metal are a bit like wrestling. Like they're these massive constructs. They're, they're a bit artificial, the anger, all that. But you choose to love it. You choose to suspend disbelief. You choose, your, you choose to submit to it, right? Exactly. So that's just it. And... So, the so we're new, talking kiss and, and like yeah, poison. Poison and, and all right, this, right? right? right. But so, so all these kids, right? They only see the, the, they, they see you as this like caricature. Shit. This guy's so dumb, man. Like, you listen to that. And, and the third is the age of social media oversharing. I just don't get it, right? Pictures of your food. Um, Thank you. Your family, your uh, anything you do, anyone you meet, at all and times. your emotions and your emotions. So, like, so I, I just think that you know sometimes I read these profile statuses, uh, which is about your in-laws, your family, your cousin, this that, some really, really strident stuff, and I just think. I don't see what good will come of this, right? How are you working out your issues through this? And number two is that it's just too much information. You just need to, you know, I, dial it back a bit. Yeah, now if uh, now I'm confused as to whether you're talking about a generic thing or you're just talking directly to me because <laughs> because I'm a I'm a compulsive or oversharer. I right. don't I don't in the way that you're talking about. Yeah, only because of you know. Yeah, because I don't need you know additional sort of you know haterade, right? Like yeah. on on personal stuff, but like I th I think the oversharing economy, if you will, not the sharing, but the oversharing economy. Um, I mean, some people are just made for that, right? Like they yeah. they uh, they like to do stuff um, with people. 
And I think oftentimes that's interpreted as they like to do stuff with an audience, which, you know, there's, there's a degree of shamelessness there as well that, yeah. that, uh, that plays into it. But I also think that you and I relate to young people. We relate to their behavior differently than they relate to their own behavior. Right? Oh, For them, it's not oversharing. It's, yeah. just, it's just what you kind of do. It's normal. You know? and, and, and that's why I say it's a generational difference. Yeah. Well, but it is interesting when, when I see like sort of, and let's be fair, I, I, you know, there's a, there's a problem using the word aunties when you yourself are an uncle, right? Yeah. So, so I think uncles yeah. like us and, and aunties, uh, yeah. uh, when we sort of go millennial, if you will, yeah. that I'm not always, uh, I'm not always entirely down with that. So that's a very interesting. Because <laughs> I've, I've noticed like the online world has created real problems in real friendships. Because, as you say, some of us have the gene, the the millennial, the millennial yeah. oversharing, and then you know we're like, dude, you don't talk like this when we meet. Yeah, what what are you doing? What happened? Yeah, yeah like no, no, like I was just recently, I was having a totally normal conversation with somebody. I DM them because I was really interested in their view, and yeah. you know, I said, let's talk on the phone. But was like, a couple of days later, I'm, I'm online. It's like you know, like really angry, sort of, you know, very accusatory sort of stuff. Yeah. And luckily I had the phone numbers. I picked up the phone. I was like, what's up, bro? Yeah. Like, you know, what, why so angry? Like, yeah. I mean, we can have differences of opinion. Yeah. But I'm not sure we need to impugn each other. Yeah. Right? Like, forget about impugning motives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of that. There's a lot of also people have a lot of unprocessed, uh, I guess, one of the privileges of growing up in the era that we did, yeah. nothing was left to chance in, in terms of emotional processing. And I think that, for me, when I think about Cornell's death, the thing it took me back to was dealing with Kurt Cobain's death. And, and I was a very, yeah. like, somebody asked me, oh, you know, Vetter versus Cornell, yeah. it's Cornell. But in that era, the one definitive sound, voice, and, and meaning for me yeah. was, was Cobain. A lot of people don't like either admitting that or just can't relate to it. It was too loud and too angry. But for me, I mean, stuff like <clears throat> just even lithium. I mean, I just heard it in the car. You know? yeah. I mean, it is dark, yeah. right? Like at 41, I think if my teenage kids are listening to this, oh, whoa, yeah. right? Like I'm worried, right, all of a sudden. And so I think the thing is, though, you don't have kids listening to this stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think this kind of music is being, I could be wrong and I'd love, I'd love if, you know, yeah. a bunch of millennials write to us with some links for real music. Yeah. The issue is I'm not looking for darkness per se, but I'm talking about the processing, like fully processing the emotions of, of adolescence. Yeah. This music really, really did that. Like Alice in Chains, uh, Lade Staley, like the whole uh, uh, STP, the Stone Temple Pilots, you know, a lot of it was, and then, of course, don't forget Trent Reznor. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, I mean, yeah. so, and then it gets like, and it's a, there's a lot of processing there, which is very different from this jingle mania that yeah. we listen to today, yeah. right? So I think that, for me, is the true generational sort of distinction. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I also think that it's really interesting. So out of the new music, I am utterly obsessed by just one figure, which anything he puts out. I have to hear Kanye West. Oh yeah, man! Now 
that. Yeah, Yeezy's so, so, on top of it. He's like he's on top of it. So substantive. Yeah. Like to me, yeah, 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 yeah. he's a rock star. Absolutely. He is beyond genius. I go through his materials and sometimes I just think like, you know, what is this guy thinking? And I have to tell you, I hate to admit it, but another great songwriter, now that I'm going through the materials, is Taylor Swift. Oh, she's great. She is so good. It's but she's not, she's not, there's no depth to Taylor Swift. No, no, I agree. But as, 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 a, as a craftsman in some ways, like putting together a song. Yeah, but that's the point, right? Yeah. See, this is all, that's what I mean. These are very sophisticated jingles. Yeah. No. Well, I'll tell you what I liked about Taylor Swift. So just to explain, is like her recent album, which is a hark back to the 80s and 90s. Some of the stuff is really, really which, good. Which one? I keep forgetting. Um, You're not a real fan. I'm not a he, massive see, fan. Here's, I, am, yeah. I am a huge fan because yeah. I'm actually into the jingles. Yeah. Uh, my transition into, into, into listening to this music started much earlier than yours. Yeah. And, and all of my friends make fun of me for this. But I was... I was pretty down with Backstreet and NSYNC when it was not cool to be down, like for yeah. us to be down with yeah. them. Because I, I thought it was catchy yeah. and it was aesthetically, you know, everybody was looking, you yeah. know, it was all, it was all, it was all good. Like Spice Girls was a little, Spice Girls were a little, little too much, but I think Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and then there, and then if you pick up from there, I mean, Justin Timberlake, you know, who to me defines the, the first decade of, of, you know, in terms of, talent yeah much more so than usher or, or any of these guys mainstream talent jt was the man i'm i like uh, justin bieber now i think his last album is incredible so i just went through it briefly some amazing songs like right yeah and I, the delivery I, what did you think of, I, mean, I, I was just really impressed i was just thinking this guy who's like a total snot yeah. is amazing when it comes to some of the songs he's written. I'll tell you somebody else who I really appreciate. Bruno Mars. Yeah, he's very, uh, he's very, um, he's very throwback. Like, yeah, that's sort what of I really disco like. Disco slash 80s, yeah. slash Michael Jackson. Slash, and some great melodies. Yeah. I think because he reminds me so much of Jacko, I, I, I have trouble liking him. I get, I get why he's liked. Yeah. To me, he's a cross between sort of Justin Timberlake and sort of 80s Jacko. Yeah. Although I, have I, don't, say, I don't think it's authentic. I think it's feel-good music. I think the other band that I really like, and I just think... Um, have you heard Fall Out Boy? I know that I've heard the name, so I'm, I'm sure, but I can't... Like, if, immediately, I can't think of... Uh, I can't think of anything. Really complex, long lyrics. Yeah? And... A very poppy, really good band. Really enjoy their music. Um, and there was another band recently that broke up and has reformed again. Wolf Mother. You're going to love Wolf Mother. Australian band. Sounds like a bit of a contemporary Led Zeppelin in some ways. All right. Have you heard of... Uh the have you heard the the stuff from Riz MC and and the and his friend the the sick brother? No. So there's this duo that's really something which and I was introduced to it by uh, and for the life of me I can't I'll get it I'll get it in a sec but that I mean that is also some very very good um, and just one song I think everyone should hear 
again, Kanye West, Frank Ocean, and Jay-Z, yeah. Church of the Wild. So that is one of my favorite. I love absolutely, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely favorite. So songs. what this means is we need to have a second dinner where we do a Do I Am for Chris Cornell for the revival of rock music. I don't know if I want it revived, though. I want it revived. Really? Yeah. I'm dying for it. Ever since I heard Wolf Mother, I think that it deserves... Um, there's another band, actually, that uh, Mohamed uh, Mac introduced to me. It was called The Temperance Movement. Really good material. Really good songs. Amazing stuff. So it's Sweatshop Boys. Have you Sweatshops. heard? Yeah, I heard one of their songs recently. It's really, really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sweatshop Boys is... Um, <clears throat> yeah, Sweatshop Boys is what... Didn't they do it's, something it's really on Gundil recently? Yes, they did. Yeah. It's uh, it's very, very good. Um, so this is T5. Right. By the way, I've checked the fair use uh, laws yeah. on what you can use and what you can't. Is it like 10, 20 seconds? It's 30 seconds, but I'm not even, I'm not even going to the, to the lyrics. Right. So, so Sweatshop Boys is, is something that is real for this age, yeah. which is why I like it. And it's not our generation. It's slightly younger. Yeah. Um, but it's not jingle stuff. It's very... It's, it's, I think for a lot, of, uh, a lot of my friends, it'll be too reluctant fundamentalist-y, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there, is, there is some... I mean, the descriptions of JFK, and, you know, uh, not, yeah. not the president, but the airport. Are, oh, okay. They're really something. Cause, really? Cause, yeah, because if you've gone through that rigmarole, like, yeah. you're, you're like, oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> been there. Um, this was a great way to, uh, to mourn Chris Cornell. Absolutely. Uh, anybody who hasn't heard Bad Motor Finger and who's interested in just the use of the human voice as an instrument, uh, Outshined, uh, Mind Riot, and uh, Holy Water. Yeah. Just off the charts. I'd also add some of the standards to this. Do listen to his version of Billie Jean. Do listen to Spoon Man. <laughs> Spoon Man, classic. Do listen to Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun, absolutely. And then, of course... Uh, like a Stone. Well, the, the song that actually is sort of not just musically, but also spiritually really central to who I am and, and who I want to be uh, and who I want to stay is hunger strike right you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah yeah so any anyone who hasn't heard that do 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 sort of look it up and give it a listen um chris cornell's voice was a testament to sort of the human talent and its and its artistic application i haven't read deliberately any of the stories about his death because i it's like watching those videos i just don't i'm, I'm I'm this is old. really interesting. So I I have because I'm dying to know what motivated him. It's, it's because it's just one of those things. There was an episode of Doctor House once, and it had an episode. It had a storyline where his one of his um, you know residents commits suicide. Totally happy, whatever. And the whole episode is about him going crazy trying to figure out. What it was, the only thing he finds <coughs> is a picture of that guy where his eyes look sad. And, um, you know, you, I think 
for closure, a lot of people, they just want to know why. And right now, it's not evident why. But um, can I actually, yeah. on that note, can yeah. I then say something? People who've already gone, we can't do anything about. Yeah. All around us, every day, at work, in our families, in our homes, there are people that are hurting. Yeah. Uh, we all, every, everyone's busy. We all have stuff to do. Uh, and life is hard. And mental health is one of the most ignored aspects of, of human existence. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't claim to have any sort of uh, insights or yeah. depth on that front. But if we can reach out and we can touch people's people's hearts and let people know that they aren't entirely alone. Ultimately, yeah. there is an element of truth to the fact that we're born alone and we die alone. But but on the journey, we don't have to all be alone. Yeah, so I just and add one thing to this. I'm glad you bring this up. Is that even some of the commentary I've read is like people are like, well, he's a coward. He deserved to die. That's so unfair. Right? And I think for people who don't understand it, you can be Warren Buffett. You can have everything and no reason. But your mind is such that just breathing is extraordinarily painful yeah. reflection yeah. that do not look at it from a rational point of view where you evaluate assets that exist in your life yeah. they have no bearing upon this yeah. if it's there like these assets don't make it way beyond the cranium and inside the cranium you can live in a life which is a life marked by a certain kind of poverty which is Existence is exceedingly existential difficult. poverty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, the, so so actually, and and people who aren't qualified to be therapists should not try. Yeah. So when I say reach out, do smile at people. Yeah. Say salam with a bit with a bit more liveliness. Yeah. Uh, shake hands with a bit more vigor. Uh, if you're a hugger, give good hugs and 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 give out more than more than usual. Yeah. And and hopefully, if we all do that, we all end up converging somewhere where we don't feel alone uh there there actually we should do a whole separate thing on mental health with yeah, you know absolutely. i think it's a but uh it's always very sad when when people are driven to that kind of an outcome and it's particularly sad when the person involved has brought so much amazement yeah. and joy to so many people's absolutely. lives so you know with a prayer to allah for you know for forgiveness uh and and for mercy upon all of us um that's Absolutely. All right. See you soon. We're going to be back with another episode. And um, for those of you who haven't heard much of this music, do give it a shot. I think you're going to really enjoy it. And it's worthwhile to have in your Uber of things that you listen to. So goodbye and see you soon. Salafas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>